Welcome to the Student Sessions, the unedited podcast for students and graduates that tells it like it is and addresses the issues that are important to you, today and every day. Brought to you by The Branding Man and hosted by Tonya Galati. Hello and welcome to the Student Sessions with me, Tonya. Today I'm joined by Craig Hiskett. Craig is an experienced learning and development consultant and trainer. Having spent almost 10 years working within the human resource function at Bosch and recruiting school leaver and university talent into the business, Craig very quickly developed a passion for people performance within the workplace. He now provides training to businesses and their staff on a variety of areas such as communication, change management, diversity and inclusion, creativity and problem solving, and time and productivity. Hi, Craig. Hi, Tonya. How are you? I'm good, thank you. How are you? I'm very good. Very good indeed. Thank you. Welcome and thank you for joining us at the student sessions today. Where in the world are you? Um, well, yeah, funnily enough, um, despite my accent, I'm, I'm actually in Germany at the moment. So I'm uh, looking forward to, to talking to you remotely uh, today. Um, but yeah, so perhaps uh, is it worth me just giving a little bit of a bit, um, background as to why I'm in Germany and how that perhaps links to the topic yeah, today? Yeah, let us know. Yeah. Um, talk to us a bit then about how you found yourself in Germany. Yeah, so um, came about mid of last year, which is 2019. So we got an offer as a family to sort of move over here career wise for my partner. So um, we we decided, come on, let's let's give it a try. Let's try something new, a new culture for both of us, um, and yeah, new way of of living. So we came over with my my one and a half year old son, um, and have been here since uh, since the summer of last year. Really enjoying it, I must say, really enjoying it. And have you had to adapt much to the change in culture? Have you found it quite easy to to, to transition? Yeah, it's um, of course it's a uh, it's uh, adapting for sure, but. I think Germany is not so different to the UK, still kind of European countries. We haven't gone um, to Asia or Africa or South America or something like that. But of course, there are there are differences to day by day life and um, the way things operate. And the bureaucracy over here is a little bit uh, stricter, let's say, um, than the UK and a bit more traditional, I think. Um, but overall, it's been it's been quite smooth. OK, well, hopefully the. Um the internet will mean that our, our discussion today doesn't keep cutting out. Um, no, it be <laughs> the theme for today is resilience and adaptability, which is quite mm-hmm. apt uh, given your current situation. Um, mm-hmm. So that we're all on the same page, Craig, could you define for us and for our audience what we mm. mean by resilience and adaptability? Yeah, sure. Um, for me, resilience, putting it simply, is is recovering quickly from a setback. So. Um, uh, you'll get knocked down as we all do through various points in life we'll we'll get rejections we'll feel failure at some point or another Um, and resilience for me is you know when we feel that how quickly can we get back up and um, try and succeed um, and get over that failure so that's resilience for me and then adaptability or or being adaptable is um, really instead of just perhaps learning how to do just one thing it's it's being quickly able to learn something new when you need to learn something new. Um, and really for me, I see it as, as adaptability can lead to a, a greater level of resilience for me. Um, 
you know you if you've got different ways that you can react and, and overcome certain things then you give yourself more of a chance of of overcoming those things so i see the two topics link quite nicely um and along with change management and these kind of topics which are, are huge for people now absolutely mm. i mean I, in your introduction i explained that you'd worked um for bosch for a number of years and you've been involved in kind of student recruitment do you feel that mm. increasingly employers look for students who can demonstrate examples of when they've been resilient and when they've had to adapt do you think that's kind yeah. of been becoming more prevalent yeah absolutely i think um especially in the the modern way of working if you look at the disruptions across really every industry that that is operating now and the pace of changes is so much quicker than it's ever been um so i think employers need from their new recruits whether that be interns whether that be students or whether that be graduates coming to join a, an organization in their first role is that ability to to bounce back to try new things firstly um which is part of adaptability um and learn from it and i really feel that to survive organizations will need to be able to change a lot quicker than they've ever done and to be honest an organization is just the sum of its people um so if you can prove that you can change and adapt quickly i think you set yourself in a very good stead Okay, so just focusing on that kind of theme of change then, um, you know, change is everywhere at the moment, it's going on in the world, in our daily lives, and obviously it's yeah. going to require us to become more resilient and adapt to new situations. So focusing on resilience, I guess, I'm going to put you in a situation where I yeah. guess you're an interviewee, give us an example then of a time when you've had to be resilient. Yeah, so I mean... You, th you think of, of the, the kind of big moments in your life, don't you, really? Um, so a time for me when I was, um, that the springs to mind more than ever, and especially when it comes to change and resilience, you, you think back to the, the high emotional points in your life. Um, and probably the birth of my son, um, actually, mm -hmm. because you, uh, you know, you, you go through this, it was our first kind of, first child and you have a certain plan as to how you think things will work out and you try and discuss and plan for different eventualities but as is life you never know what's going to happen and um to, to cut a long story short in a way we basically went from quite calm you know um in in the ward nothing much happening to all the lights going off my partner being rushed out um because my little boy's heartbeat was going down and um they basically said look you've got 10 minutes we've got 10 minutes to get him out and you know at that point you kind of think what on earth you know jesus what's going on um yeah. and you you have to adapt simply you have to you know you think you you're gonna have you know a child in in our sense in a certain way but it goes for for anything in life you think it's going to be in a certain way or you try and prepare for a few different scenarios and it was completely new and completely different to what we thought might happen and the next thing we're in a operating theater with 15 16 doctors and nurses and i thought to myself well you know i could just freeze here i could just wait for whatever's going to happen to hit me in the face or i could you know embrace it go with it um you know there's nothing really that i could do to change it it was going to happen in a certain way and you know i just had to be there for my partner really and just kind of overcome that shock which a lot of change is shock um to be able to to cope with it and i really think if you can if you can embrace what's 
what's happening um, and you can look not just kind of stand there and let it happen to you and quickly recover from the change um, then you'll be able to cope and we did cope and it was okay and everything was fine in the end so um, for me that's that's a really emotional example maybe yeah. a, an extreme example but um, it's certainly a, an example I think of yeah, recovering quickly and, and changing and adapting all, all wrapped up in one. Yeah, thank you for sharing that uh, personal That's example. Okay. Everybody's uh, healthy though now, are they? Yeah, totally yeah. fine. Yeah, everything Good. is fine. Absolutely Good. fine. Okay. Yeah, no, no drama. Good. Um, so just talking about the change then, why do you think that people struggle with change? I mean, you, we have conversations yeah. all the time, don't we, where we're going through a change period and, you know, I, I feel like I can go through change, but actually people really struggle with it. Why do you think that is? Yeah, um, I really think it's quite natural, you know. Um, you hear a lot of models and a lot of talk of, of theorists about, you know, the change curve and how certain people and their personality types react to change and there's a lot in that and there's a lot of truth in that but what i really find is that it's perfectly natural to struggle with change actually because if you look at what change means it's moving you from a position where you are today and if you think of where you are today let's say how you do your work or students how you study in a particular format you know the teacher you know your friends or the people in the same classroom and then a change perhaps going to a new college or going to a university or something like that everything's new you know you've got new new schedule new people um, new way of being and you don't really know how that's going to be because you can read you can look you can go and try and experience it but you don't know how it's going to feel when you are actually at that point and that can be quite discomforting that can be quite you know it can bring on uh, anxiety for sure um, because you're moving to something that you can't quite see yet and you can't quite feel yet. So I really think it's it's quite natural that people struggle with change and I think it's okay, actually, overall. I, I don't think there's anything bad in that. So it's the fear of the unknown then, something that's out of our control. Yeah, yeah absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. So obviously our audience, you know, we've got students who are just coming up to doing their GCSE, some are A-level stage, some are about to start mm. university or an apprenticeship. What top tips would you give them on how to stay or be resilient? What practical things can they look to kind of implement? Mm. I think, um, you know, you a lot of something new or, you know, a top tip, you, you can often start too big. My first advice is start small. Any kind of, any new habit that you try and embed that's really going to stick needs to be something small so you know you can do some simple tips you look at the moment and the situation we're in with you know covid and, and all these things and nobody quite knows what's going to happen and um you can you can be resilient by first i would suggest staying in the present moment so just looking at where you are now you know instead of constantly reading and um, scrolling through every doom and gloom thing that you you find online which can get you into a spiral um, limit what you do you know just say that you're going to read one article or just look at one thing or for a certain amount of time and then look at the positives for you at this moment you know are you healthy are you able to connect with your family and friends virtually um, you know you, you've got to try and find the positives that's I think really the the positives in the present moment is is huge um and i just kind of said there about connecting with friends and family 
I really believe that your ability to recover from setbacks, um, which is resilience for me, is a lot because of the people that are around you. Um, and I don't mean physically around you. I mean, people who you know, who you can trust, um, who you are connected to. So whether it's your school, college, uni friends, um, whether it's your your close family or tutors that, that have got to know you, um, being around those people, especially when you get setbacks, they can give you some great advice. You know, as long as you listen to them and you ask for it, um, which is is huge. Any kind of feedback is 50-50. You know, you need to sometimes get out there and, and ask for it. Um, then you can learn and you can help recover in a way that maybe you weren't able to think of. So I'd say stay connected for sure. And then, you know, seek feedback, seek opinions that are different to your own. That can really help. It's actually really interesting, Craig. Some of the things that you mentioned there, Reggie, who spoke about um, how to maintain a positive mindset in his uh, podcast, yeah. also um, kind of was very much aligned to that way of thinking. So I guess it's about pulling everything together, isn't it? And using our networks and using that positive yeah. mindset to kind of adapt and put things into place. Absolutely. Absolutely right. Okay. So let's talk about adaptability then. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Um, um, just, you, yeah. Yes. Uh, uh, again, I think it's one of the the cornerstones, really, of of how you can you know progress yourself and develop yourself. Um, if you think about adaptability, as I said, as being able to quickly learn to do something new when you're perhaps in a scenario that you didn't predict, or you're um, going to do something new for the first time. If you can figure out how to do different things when you need you're going to succeed in a lot of different things simply um and if you look at linking to emotional intelligence which i know we've spoke uh, about a little bit before mm. um and you think of okay the four domains if you want to call it that of, of emotional intelligence one being your kind of emotional self-awareness of where you are right now um moving self self-awareness to self-management so how you control yourself how you control your emotions how you can look positively as you said um, and adaptability fits within that for me so i really think if you can can maintain that that level of picking things up quickly trying new things um you'll really set yourself up for for success in the future mm, okay and i think you know a lot of our audience would agree that many people in their lives have probably said to them at some point or another you know it's really important to push yourself outside of your comfort zone um oh, yeah. easier said than done right um yeah, absolutely <laughs> yeah yeah but it's what, um what examples can you give us around the sorts of what what does that mean push yourself out of your comfort zone and what yeah. what can we do to push ourselves out of our comfort zone yeah some um some some clear kind of simple things again really um and my, you know, from my background, my previous manager at Bosch always said, you know, life begins outside of your comfort zone. And, you know, I think that's, that's true from what I've experienced. You know, if you, if you think about it and your comfort zone being, you know, if you stay in the same place and if you stick with the same people um, and do the same thing throughout your life, then you'll probably likely achieve the same thing throughout your life. Um, whereas if you start seeking out new experiences, or trying something new, um, then you give yourself more chance of getting outside your comfort zone, but learning at the same time, um, and therefore developing your adaptability, as we said. So if you think about, 
you know, assessing yourself. Is there a regular pattern to your day? You know, maybe just start there. Do you talk to the same people? Do you do the same things? Um, and if you do, maybe think about what you're interested in outside of that. So it doesn't necessarily have to mean starting a completely new hobby or something. You can take something that you know a little bit about right now or you're interested in right now and just think about it in a different way. So maybe reaching out to people online, um, you know, maybe if you play an instrument, um, you know, can you find that play the same instrument or can combine that instrument with a different instrument that you perhaps didn't think of before and you know ask their opinion on your work or share something that you're doing online or in a focus group or whatever it might be it could be something so small as that that can actually just push yourself out a little bit um and that process is kind of them making yourself a little bit vulnerable um which i think is a massive massively important word because we we think especially when we're young being vulnerable is is not good but actually if you can be vulnerable you're you're kind of inviting feedback on yourself and you're mm. extending your trust to other people by doing that and you'll definitely grow as a person um and then you can make new connections you know you'll you'll find new people you're engaging different sorts of conversations than you're having right now and that might benefit you you know short term but probably over the course of your life so um i'd say just think about what you're what you're interested in See if you can broaden that in some form. And I think it's fair so that it's baby steps, isn't it? It's not just taking yeah. time to leap. Um, Absolutely. Otherwise know, it won't stick. Otherwise it yeah. won't stick. If you, yeah. you know, if you just, if you try and start too big, it will seem like a huge effort, um, which will mean you don't want to do it. And then if it is such a big effort, you probably won't want to stick to it. Whereas if you can just start small, um, it's got more of a chance of sticking. Mm. Um, and I know that, some of the colleges or the universities and schools even that our listeners go to offer mentoring programs um, with mm. industry professionals or specialists. Do you, what value do you think mentoring adds to helping us or, or having someone to challenge us and push us out of our comfort zone? Yeah. Huge. Uh, again, if you've got somebody as a, as a mentor who's seen a lot of the things that you perhaps want to see, they can give you some some very very useful advice into how to cope with certain scenarios um, not necessarily telling you how to do it that's that's not what a mentor is but but showing you different ways to tackle your problems or think about things can really open your perspective and i'd say that's a, a really really beneficial thing to have if you can reach out to a, a mentor and also then a way you could sell yourself as a young person is is what's called reverse mentoring so you could help somebody perhaps with a skill that they don't know and you know an obvious one for for a younger person to help somebody who's a bit more experienced might be on technology or how to leverage their social media profiles or that kind of thing so you can both be a mentee and be a mentor at the same time which which can be really powerful as well for you and your experience Okay. Um, I think what I'm also just keen for us to um, touch on, Craig, is the importance of failure. Um, and I think it's important to say at this point, um, you know, there is a lot of pressure from society, social media, our peers, everywhere you look, really, yeah. um, to be perfect and great and everything. But actually, it's okay to fail in our everyday lives. We don't need to be perfect and good at every single thing. 
Um, yeah. So talk to us a bit about failure and how important yeah. that is in helping us to build our resilience. Yeah, it's uh, it's massive. And, you know, you, you touched on there, Tonya, about social media and you often only see the the good bits of people you know they don't put the times when they failed or when they struggled very often online you know you see the the perfect person and you think well why am i not that that doesn't exist the perfect person doesn't exist everybody fails and if you try something new then you are inevitably going to fail at some element of it nobody is perfect um, and nobody can completely control the future either but i really think we we need to start celebrating our failures a little um as learning opportunities because that's what they are you know you can see any great theorist um, any great kind of thinker or, or inventor would have failed so many times before they got the the right combination right um you look at thomas edison as, as one the creator of the light bulb who fate i think famously said sort of failed was it ten thousand times or something before um, he found the right way but he didn't see it as failure he saw, he saw it as ten thousand ways it didn't work um, and that helped him get to the one that did work. And really, if you can if you can fail, it means you've learned something. As long as you think about it and reflect, and you understand why perhaps it didn't fail, then you can use what you've learned from that failure to to do something in a in a better way next time. So I really think you know what you see online is is always the the best, the perfect um, scenario, but in life that's that's not how things work you know if you try more things you'll probably fail at more things but you'll grow as a person and then eventually you'll succeed at more as well so um, i really think failing is is brilliant actually yeah and it also links into building confidence which is something again that we will touch on on one of our um future podcasts yeah, good good awesome. um but anyway we've reached the end of our time together craig um before we let you go so that you can get back to uh practicing your german what are your <laughs> top tips yeah, a lot of practice needed yeah <laughs> what are your top tips for becoming more adaptable yeah so maybe just sort of summarizing the things i've said um uh, in, a, in a more condensed way so follow your interests you know um just try something a bit different around those interests have a look at what's going on in the world. You know, not not necessarily right now. It's the media is dominated by one thing, but in the topics that you're interested in, see what the trends are, see what the new technology is, see who the new players are. Try and understand what what that is, and maybe you can piggyback or learn something from that. Um, try something new if you want. You know, it doesn't have to be huge, but can try something new, um, and be connected to a wider variety of people as you possibly can. Um, get you know people from different industries different thoughts um, different political preferences whatever it is you know just speak to people give your opinion take their opinion see what you can learn from it um, and I think really then you'll you'll be less nervous when change comes when you go through big stages of change in your life um, and as students you go through a heck of a lot very quickly um, and you can get yourself ahead if you embrace it rather than just wait for it to happen so um that that'd be my advice i think and to talk to talk about your concerns and share your vulnerabilities share yeah sharing is you know sharing is literally caring and um you know the more you you open yourself up the more people will open themselves up to you and that can that can prove really powerful craig thank you so much for joining us on the student sessions today you've been, oh, been brilliant 
great advice there, um, which I'm sure our listeners will take away with them. Um, so I'll be Zane and hopefully we'll get yeah, to you again soon. You. That's that's the limit of my chairman. And students, <laughs> students, I hope you enjoyed today's episode and do join us next time on the student sessions. Thanks for listening to the student sessions brought to you by The Branding Man and hosted by Tonya Galati. Never miss an episode by subscribing. And if you liked what you heard today, then why not leave a review? We'll see you at the next session.